Wilderness of Waves. Hi y'all. I made it to Hawaii after 23 days alone at sea. It was my first solo crossing and I sailed from San Diego to Oahu. And um, you can read all about the journey on wildernessofwaves.com. But some highlights from the voyage are that I lost the use of my engine. And so without the alternator, I only have 200 watts of solar. So I basically had to sail with nothing running. I lost my fridge, my navigation lights, and only once a day could I turn on my chart plotter because I just didn't have enough power. And of course, there would be some days without wind and I was just adrift. Um, what else? I almost went overboard. My boat became totally haunted and I had severe auditory hallucinations. Like one time I went into the V-Birth and I heard this funk singer say, clap your hands, hell yeah. And then a thousand hands started clapping and I started clapping too. It was like totally insane. I'm just clapping around my boat with a bunch of imaginary people. Anyway, beyond all that, the trip was powerful and poetic and completely life-changing. And now that I'm here in Oahu, I met another sailor who sailed here solo. His name is Sam Holmes, and he came here on a 23-foot boat, which is 11 feet smaller than Juniper. And uh, today we are going to sail Juniper from Oahu over to Kauai, which is the next island over. And the two of us are going to talk about our experiences solo crossing along the way. Okay, I'm gonna, we're going to do a little conversational interview. Um, try to open the champagne to kind of loosen things up a little bit. Good. All right. How long did it take you to, to get here? It took me 23 days and I came from San Diego. What about you? It took me 27 days. Um, what Did you think it was going to take you about that long? or? I, th I was guessing about 21. So, okay, so a yeah. little slower than you. It took me a little slower. Uh, though. My engine died and I was caught in uh, the high for a minute. So. So did you ha have like any idea of what you were sailing into? Did you have a uh, like weather you were able to get along yeah. the way? Yeah, I worked with a weather router called Commander's oh. Weather. Oh, okay. What about you? I didn't really have much as far as like weather um, communications. I had some. I had an inReach messenger to text back and forth, and someone was kind of keeping an eye on things if I was about to run into a some rogue hurricane. But uh, I was like pretty far outside of hurricane season, so I felt pretty good about that. Yeah, oh, you, when, you did it like in the middle. That's pretty badass. <laughs> What's the strongest like conditions you encountered on the way there? So, because I lost my engine, I couldn't run my alternator, and I didn't use my instruments a lot oh. um, after that, just to conserve my Same batteries. Power. Yeah, Same. but I was so like thirty, not anything over thirty-five. What about you? It was pretty similar. Yeah, never got much of about thirty-five. Not it wasn't very very sustained when it would too. Like it was a squall and then kind of fast. Yeah. Well, we have like a different wind vane setup too. Like, what what's the the hydrovane like? Okay, I love the hydrovane. 
Really? So it can be used as an emergency rudder uh -huh. if the ship's rudder goes down. It's awesome. It holds its course. Like it pretty much as long as my sails are balanced, that thing goes. Yeah, the wind vanes are like the pretty essential for this type of dress. Such a game changer being able to like uh, cook and yeah. do all the stuff. It's our first mate. How much water did you go through? So I hold 120 gallons. Holy smokes! <laughs> in my tanks, and then I carried like 40 extra. How did you figure? Like, did you do an estimate? So all my estimates, everything, all my safety is all based on the Transpac race. So I looked at what they required, like um, having knives flashed down in the cockpit or uh, your emergency tiller right there. Everything they said I did. They calculated how much water per person, so I calculated based on that. And I, if in case my uh, tanks went, I went ahead and brought yeah. it up. Yeah. I did the same thing. I didn't bring near anywhere near that much water, but uh, I brought about 30 gallons, and I went about through about half of it, and that included taking two showers. I took also only two showers, and I I was a mess when I got here. Well, I was like a feral cat. I, <laughs> Did you hallucinate? No, not at all. Did you? I hallucinated a lot. I was hearing voices everywhere. Did they did it weird you out or were you just kind of like on board for the experience? I kind of went with it. It wasn't my first time where weird activity has happened on this boat. Oh, really? Is yeah. it haunted? The boat was haunted when I first bought it. Is, it. is it still haunted? I think so. So here are some other things like the, the clock in there is supposed to chime every hour and every half hour mm -hmm. and it was just chiming whenever it wanted anytime i'd walk by it chimed um my headlamps would flash violently and then turn themselves to red and not turn back and oh it's spooky it was always freaking me out but okay did birds land on your boat oh yeah totally i got some good bird stories how about, how about you yeah but they were my friends i had one that followed me all the way you, you talked to them too yeah yeah me too i had, I had henrietta Mine was Pluto. Pluto, nice. Yeah, it's pretty wild how far out you can see, you see those birds. I mean, I guess I kind of read those seabirds crossing oceans, but I don't know. They don't know how the birds find their way, in, but it's believed that they have a map of the stars that's imprinted from wherever they hatch. Uh, what, are, what other kind of sea life did you see? Um, dolphins. There was one day where there were dolphins everywhere. Did you see dolphins? Uh, I saw dolphins one day. I just went on the bow and I just kind of laid there and just like watched them swimming like underneath the boat. It was it was pretty special. Yeah. Do you have a life raft? I have a life raft. I have a six man life raft. Six wow. You really went with the Transpac. Uh, <laughs> you took it all the way. No, I know it's way too big, but it was what I could afford. I mean. You just picked up a used one though it happened to be available? Uh, yeah. Exactly. I, I had a six-man life raft too. I put it on the bow of the boat because I wouldn't fit in the cockpit. <laughs> and it was so heavy, the boat just kind of tipped forward and the cockpit wouldn't even drain. And I just looked at it, it was just it was hysterical. Like, <laughs> I, I, I ultimately just got an emergency suit and I decided that would be good enough. Dang. I don't know. I've seen the emergency suits. I don't know how long I'd want to be in one. I think everyone says it would take a long time for someone to get to you out here. I mean, did you pass a lot of ships on your way? Um, no, I did not. And like the whole, the whole name of the game is like, is like an analyzing risk and like deciding like what's worth taking. Because I mean, obviously, standing about boat across the ocean is risky. Yeah. But like, what are you, what are you doing to mitigate the risk, and what's your tolerance for the risk? You know. You will never be fully prepared, right? Right. 
Like you can make lists and lists and lists and as you're working on the boat, something's gonna break and you'll never have everything you want. I don't know if you felt like that, but I did. I don't know, like I, I eventually I felt like a boat was seaworthy. I did like pretty extensive like, you know, sea trials, like week-long trips around the Channel Islands and stuff, testing solo? things out. Solo? Yes, everything is solo for me. This was my first ever, like the first no time way. at sea at night was coming here. Holy smokes. What was that first night like? Um, the first night was hard. I woke up, it's like the waves are pounding, water's coming in everywhere. It was blowing. 25 to 30 and I'm going close haul. Uh -huh. So the boat turned herself around, a wave knocked the sail off the wind vanes, and I would wake up sometimes the waves just slamming me down into the table. Yeah. It was gnarly. Oh my um, gosh. Why I, did you keep going? <laughs> because I overcame all of it. Right. right? You, that kind of gives you the, like, you can get through this. Yeah. And but even by even day 10, I was like, do I need to turn around? I lost my fridge. I lost my engine. Oh, wow. But what, one of, some of the things I found was like when I would lose things, I realized I don't really need them, you know? Yeah, I just, you know, rolled with it. Do you have like moments of fear along your trip? Um, yeah, there was a lot of fear. Um, my mm -hmm. last day out, I almost went overboard. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Tell me that, that story. So there was a squall and I went up and put in a second reef because I have to go to the mast to do anything. What about you? Do you have to go Oh, to no. I have everything lit aft. Yeah, I do everything in the, the cockpit. cockpit. I'm so thankful to have that because my boat is like, this feels like walking on a tightrope up there. You just are so exposed and vulnerable. Um, no. So were you being held on by your lifeline or were you able to hold on to the... Uh... I went up and I put in the second reef and as I was coming back, a huge wave came and most of my body was overboard. Yeah. So I held on to what the solar panels are mounted to and pull myself back in but after that i was just like get me off this boat and it was the squalls were relentless that day and they were really strong squalls that day too i feel like the wind picked up a lot more the closer i got yeah. it sounds but, like one of those days where just everything is wet too like, yeah everything I, I, my, my whole trip it was just like everything was caked in salt my sheets were just like a crusty like mess <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was, nothing was dry. I wasn't dry. It's kind of part of the fun of it, though, like getting, you know, suffering through all that kind of stuff. Did you ever have that like, gunshot noise? Just a wave just hits you on the side, yes. like out from a weird direction or something? For me, it felt like a cannon. Like yeah. the waves were cannons. It was, it was like, violent, the word I would like describe it as. Yeah, totally um, violent. I mean, for all the like the magic of like being out in nature and everything, like there was definitely instances where it was just like the complete opposite, just like. See, showing you what it's, it's got. Um, yeah, powerful. For me, it was like when the sea would change, like it would take me an hour to adjust to it. And as soon as I knew like the boat could handle it, then I could handle that it. That becomes your new normal. Yeah. And like you kind of raise your, your threshold, basically. But, so, like you were saying on this trip, though, you felt a little bit um, uneasy or a little nervous just because it's like you're on land again. That, that threshold kind of resets, right? Yeah, us leaving today, all the fears came back again, and I don't think I'll ever lose that, no matter how much I sail, because I don't think I could ever know sailing to be an expert, right? Like, I'm always learning, I'm always humbled by the sea, yeah. and I think that's the beauty of it. I can totally relate to that. So, so let's talk about some of the positive things that happen. Like, one of my favorite things, like the stars out there. Uh, like, the Milky Way. You could see it, like the whole thing out there, whenever so the moon was gone down, yeah. It was so beautiful, and like, full moons, how full moons could cast shadows, you know, and then the boat could just follow the stream of it, or phosphorescence, did you see a lot of bioluminescence in the water? Uh, that, was, that was pretty cool, yeah. 
Um, okay, so one of the things when I, when I left on the trip, I knew I, I wanted to do this. I was like, I quit my job. It was like top of my list. Like I'm going to make it across this ocean. Um, but I wasn't like quite sure like if it was really worthwhile. Was I making a mistake? You know, like feel like you did. Uh, it, it meant so much more to me than I could have imagined. Like it was. It just kind of changed my life and my, my who I am. And How did it change you? I just feel like more complete after having done this and like self-confidence has really got, taken a huge boost to be able to accomplish this. How about yourself? Like what, what have you kind of noticed? Yeah, so I'd only sailed solo for six hours before I did this trip. Oh wow, that's a big leap. Yeah. And so I think I gained a lot of self-trust, self-reliance, self-love by doing this and, and confidence. Okay, yeah, I think that's good for, for now.